We should have an episode where one of us is in a full coma. Where we just don't say anything for the episode? Um, I guess... You think that's a good idea? Well, it could be It could be one of us is in a coma, the other one is, like, really sad that the other one is in the coma. So right. we're, like, like, reading books to them or something. That's bad. I don't... I mean, obviously, there's a, <laughs> there's a copyright issue, but... With who? With whoever wrote the books. But, like... Or published right. the books. But I feel like you'd have to be... You'd have to have a heart of stone to, to, to copyright claim a, a fucking coma victim. I think you know? so. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. In a vast abandoned library on the borders of civilization, Matthew and Eric find themselves trapped and lost with little hope of escape. Surrounded by nothing but the esoteric books of definitely real authors, they resolve to do all that they can do. Read. This is Lost in Narration. Hey Matthew. Hi, hey dude. I'm good. How are you? I'm uh I've been contemplating Thriving. all of it. Well, uh what do you mean? What? Huh? Just every single thing I've been contemplating um why I'm here, why I'm I'm not other places um spiritually, mentally, physically. Um is that is that all? Is that all the three? Are there more? Yeah, no, that's about it. There's gaseous uh oh. poisonous Gaseously, I guess, would be the word. Much to my chagrin. So why do you think you're here? Um, Just sort of to... On the last one, uh, just sort of to, to be a gas. You think you're here to sort of be a gas? Yeah, I mean, on the gaseously one specifically, I'm here to just sort of... Just sort of be a gas, be an invisible gas, um, be a non-smelling gas. Buddy, you're not an invisible gas. You're here. You're real. I really, really fear that I'm uh, a gas. You're a ghast. I'm a gas that you would imply that I'm not a gas. And I, I don't what? Not, huh? Um, sorry. Did I did I say that out loud? Did I say that out loud? The last four minutes. <laughs> you did. Yeah. You said that you're a gas, that I'm a gas, that you're not a gas. I'm, um, a gas, like the Pokemon. Ghastly? Oh, fuck. Is it ghastly? I thought it was ghast. It's ga- No, it's ghastly. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. This is my whole, this is my whole thing. You think that you're a Pokemon? I don't understand. I'm thinking on my law of things. Um, hey, hey, Momo. You're losing me completely. Hi, Hayden. I'm fine. Do you think Matthew's a gas? I don't know. I don't... Would you say you that say you're gas a gas or that he gassed? thinks he's a gas? I'm saying gas. I think that there's gas in the library. And uh, and we're slowly going crazy. Yeah, yeah we're slowly sure. going crazy because we yeah. think we're gas. But it's interesting because... Hi, gas. I think I'm... Hi, gas. I think I'm gas. <laughs> Momo thinks... Right, and I guess I, don't I mean think I'm it, it makes sense that it's affecting us at different speeds because we are standing like a hundred meters apart each. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, yeah, as we because uh, social uh, social networking, yeah, social networking, <laughs> yeah. yeah, social distancing. Yeah. yeah, when I go to a what gala, I, I make sure I make sure to stand in the corner, far, far from people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't be close, you know. Yeah. Because you're networking. If I saw not, someone about building if relationships, if I was at a, a charity auction and I saw someone standing in the corner for an hour, I would I would be intrigued. I would I would go up to them. What would you say? I would say, 
Do I know you from from the commercials? Actually, let's practice. Momo, you're going to be the one standing in the corner. Me? Matthew, you're going to go up to her. Yeah. So start off, Matthew. Hey, um, welcome to my charity auction. Do I know you from somewhere? Maybe a commercial? I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. Could you say it again? It's really sorry. I'm a hundred meters away. Um, yeah. Hi, what did I say? Hi, um, welcome to the charity auction for uh, to to raise money for um, flowers and dogs. Um, I hope you I hope you agree that both. I hope you agree that it wasn't weird of us to to merge those. Um, uh, why are you standing in the corner? I think the question is why are you not standing in a corner? Holy shit. Oh, that's really good. That's really good. Holy fuck. Um, I'm actually gonna... And then, you know, I don't want to scream because we're in a library. But I would, you know, usher everyone and the and the gala or whatever, you know, charity auction. I would usher everyone sure, sure. over into the corner. I would say, fuck the charity auction. Fuck raising money for the for the kids or whatever the fuck. <laughs> we're, we're standing in the corner now. Charity corner. Charity corner. Man, this is... But we're I'll, no play, I'll play one. I'll play one of the people that like you called over, and I'll be like, "But I don't want to stand in the corner. I don't want to. I don't want to stand in the corner." So I grab you by the throat. Oh, I kiss you on the forehead. Oh, I say, "Have a good night." And I put you down, and then you put me down. Yeah, yeah. Much like the um, Kel shelters that we're raising money for. Oh, I, <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Wait, you're raising money for we're the raising, kill shelters? Yeah, when we when we said flowers and dogs, we were being a little insincere. Jesus. No, you grow bad. you grow you grow the flowers and then you tell the dogs to look at the flowers. Oh. And then you put yeah. them down. We all mace and man them just we, yeah. yeah, before we yeah, we shoot them in the head. Jesus. Um What? <laughs> it's that, but it's also we kill the dogs. We this is really sad. We kill the dogs. We right. bury the dogs. We're raising money to buy flowers so that the families of the dogs, both the humans and the pups and whatnot, can buy flowers to put flowers on the graves of the dogs. That's so sad. That's so sad. Yeah, you're killing their dogs and then saying, "Here's yeah. flowers." Yeah. Well, oh, no. Well, no. I'm telling them to. Give me money so I right. can yeah. uh, give them back money so they can buy flowers to put on the graves right. of the dogs that I asked for money from them to kill. <laughs> you understand why that's bad, though. So right? You know, I, I guess that's my mission statement. What happened just now? Like, I went into a scenario and you really went off the rails, man. I don't know. Where, where did that come from? Sorry, that was, like, I feel like it's every week you. I go into a, a ramble about how I'm going to... I'm going to be killing the Kill dogs. dogs yeah. Can we stop talking about yeah, killing kill dogs, please? Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> I don't want to have dreams about, about dead dogs, you know? I I once had a dream that a dog was biting me. Uh, it did, that didn't go well. Oh. Um, I don't like dogs. Like, it just it was just going. Normally, if someone who doesn't like dogs, I shouldn't care that they're being killed. But, uh, you know. By Matthew. Yeah, I'm so surprised. Really... Maybe, maybe I'll just pretend this was this was a test of your compassion. Like I, even though you don't like dogs, I really pushed pushed you to the point where you had to be like, you know what, enough is enough. I don't think we should 
go on for a seventh minute discussing right. murdering murdering the canines. You're not supposed to say, I think I'll just say this was a test <laughs> and like try to pass it off. Because obviously it wasn't a test. You just thought of that right Did now. I pass? You passed. Did you pass? <laughs> you oh, absolutely shit. passed. And you love dogs now. And you're God, a dog person. No. You're a dog person. No. Congrats. I'm a corner person. You're a corner person. If you could have any any pet, it would be a, a corner. Yep. How so? I have, I have multiple <laughs> corners at home. You know, I have a bag of googly eyes. You, have you I will them? name them and I will put googly eyes on them. That's actually pretty good. That's a, that's interesting. I have good. googly eyes on a lot of if, if you, That's how you'll know if there's an earthquake if they start shaking. Uh, yeah. Rambling. Yeah. Uh, imagine the sound of uh, tens of uh, googly eyes just moving. <laughs> probably not not that loud there's tens of them just on every corner and then everything starts moving and then you hear oh my god i can i can hear it it's like i'm there (laughs) i don't i I never really came around on corners i actually don't have any corners in my house i just sort of live in a live in a sphere a dome yeah you have rounded corners i have ever so slightly rounded corners so that they're they're technically not corners you live in the lighthouse I live in a late house. Oh, I would love to live in a late house. Yeah. Lighthouse sounds yeah. cool, yeah. Uh, Sorry, where are we right now? I'm We're lost. in a library. We're in a library and we should read a fucking book. Yes. Why? And we'll all know exactly who we're playing because it was made very clear <laughs> by the author. Yeah, probably. Like, someone probably highlighted the... Yeah, the actual things that we needed to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the first thing we picked up the book, but I have a strong feeling that every part is highlighted. I think so too. If I had to guess, I think so too as well. What's the book called? <laughs> Eric's like fine. I don't even know. I have humor. no idea what my... we finally I have got no the <laughs> I forgot what Matthew was saying. <laughs> to be honest, what's the name of the book? The Right to Bear Flesh. Richard Whitman emerges from his former office building. It's been mere minutes since he fired one member of his advertising agency and the other member was killed by a bull. God, this is one of the worst days of my week so far. Richard's wearing nothing but an American flag, so it comes much to his surprise when he bumps into another man who's also wearing nothing but an American flag. Hey, watch it. Oh. A man of culture, I see. I'm ready, Seth. Ready, Seth? I wish. I'm uh, Richard Whitman, and uh, I wouldn't say man of culture. I just haven't gotten dressed since the orgy of this century last night. Oh, I didn't see you there. God, what a fleshy evening. It really was. But have you considered not getting dressed? It's crossed my mind, certainly, but I don't know why I said certainly like that. I'm, uh... I'm a Scottish actor in a BBC program or something. Um, <laughs> it's crossed my mind, but isn't there some kind of stigma around not wearing any clothes? Ah, uh, stigma schmigma. Uh, I was hesitant too, until just recently. What made you go all in? I was fired. Because of your nudity? Exactly right. They tried to tell me it was because I blew up a competitor's tour bus, nearly killing the driver, but I know the truth. They could barely look at me and my exposed genitals. That's awful. And you? What's your backstory? Well, I'm a tragic figure. Enough! <laughs> Sorry, I was loud.
Sorry, I'm uh, quite prone to oversharing. It's funny, your name is Richard Whitman, and I just met John Hamm yesterday. Oh, really? Just earlier he was in my... Wait, why is that funny? Because that's his name on the show. Madman? His name is Don Draper on Madman. Yeah, but his real name in the show is Dick Whitman. Richard Whitman. Huh, I, I had no idea. Maybe that was the joke? Your name's not a joke, Richard Whitman. And neither are we nudists. There are billions of us. There are? I, I don't think I know any other nudists. Hell, I'm barely even one. But I'm flirting with the prospect. Slut. Do you know any other nudists? Not by name. But there's billions. We just have to find them. Let's say you and I team up, have ourselves a little nudist coalition. These disgusting clothes wearers have been high on their clothes wearing horses for too long. It's about time we took them down a clothes peg. Fuck it, I'm just the right combination of traumatized and impressionable right now. I'm in. But starting a coalition of nudists, where do we even begin? Ready, set, shrugs. We could protest the convention. The convention? For the very first time in her life, nudist Jolly Longbeak leaves the town of Starkers wearing nothing but a grin. Thus far, living in the only exclusively nudist town in America had proven to be quite an isolating experience, so when she heard there was a new mall opening up right on the town's outskirts, she leapt to the chance to finally dip her toes into civilization. She stops across the road from the mall, suddenly aghast. It would appear that all, if not more, of the people in and around the mall were wearing clothes. Jolly turns on her bare heel and feels a sharp pain there. She was standing on a rock, and it's now embedded in her foot. Oh, damn it. Why does this keep happening to me? She takes a long, shallow breath, just how she likes it, and considers going home. She'd heard, of course, that most people outside her hometown were wearers, but to see so many clothes and with such abandon. Suddenly, it clicks. She slaps her forehead theatrically and feels a sharp pain there. She was holding a rock, and it's now embedded in her forehead. I could have been killed. The clothes convention must be in town. That's quite literally the only explanation. She braces herself, rather excited to head over to the mall, and immerse herself in a celebration of a culture so foreign to her. Brushing off her head rock, she parades across the street, and is immediately met with dozens of stares. What the fuck? Take my hand, sweetie. I, I think this might be it. A security guard strides towards Jolly. She looks Jolly up and down for a second. Are, uh, you good? Um, I'm a little out of my depth, but, uh, I find it best to expose myself to different cultures. Right, and I get that, but have you considered maybe exposing yourself at home? Well, there's not many different cultures in my home, unless you count dog. I wouldn't. Are you aware that you're utterly without clothing at this time? <sighs> Listen, I was sort of expecting this. I know y'all aren't used to seeing every bit. And by every bit, just so we're clear, you mean your entire genitalia. Thank you for saying you can see my entire genitalia from three feet away. What? I don't even know why that would be a compliment. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Do something. There are kids around. This isn't same-sex... <laughs> really good. This isn't same-sex kiss in the background of a Disney movie unsafe for kids. This is entire genitalia actually unsafe for kids. Bystander number one is right. There should be entire genitalia in Disney movies. I don't think that's the point they were making. Are you going to let these people continue to harass me? I'm closer to arresting you. Can you even do that? Uh... 
The security guard takes out her phone and Googles, Can a security guard arrest someone? She scrolls for a second before nodding, satisfied. She looks back up at Jolly. Inconclusive. Look, I'm not here to hurt anyone. I'm just hanging peace. <laughs> Can't say that. <laughs> I don't know why, but that is extremely foul. Your intentions are irrelevant. So as much as your lifestyle attracts me, I'm going to have to ask you to either leave or to put some clothes on. But I don't own any clothes. Try this on for size. Jolly turns to see Ready Set, wearing nothing but an American flag and holding out another identical American flag. Beside him is a similarly clad Richard Whitman. Jolly takes the flag from Ready Set, tentatively. Obviously I'm being colloquial when I say for size. It's a flag. Kind of a one-size-fits-all situation. Jolly frowns at the flag in her hands. Mm, I don't know about all this. Clothes? It just feels wrong. The security guard, who, since Reddy and Richard's appearance, has been on the phone, chimes in. Just got off the phone with my boss, and yeah, apparently I can arrest you. So it's either you put on that flag, or we do this the guard way. You mean, like, the... The security guard way, yeah. The me way. Jolly, conflicted, stares down at the flag. She glances up at Ready Set, then back at the flag, then back at Ready Set, then back at the flag, then back at Ready Set, and this time he's winking at her. Then back at the flag, then back at Ready Set, and this time he's making a silly face. Then back at the flag. Alright, I'll do it. If it'll mean I won't go straight to jail, then I'll wear the flag. You wouldn't, I mean, you wouldn't go straight to jail. More of a citizen's arrest type situation. Let's get out of here. We've got work to do. Ready Set turns to the security guard. Thanks for your help, security guard. Die! Feels misplaced, but I accept. Jolly follows Ready Set and Richard Whitman away from the mall. Thanks for the save back there. I wouldn't do well in jail. Never been great at sports. Sports? Yeah, they play sports in jail, right? They get recreational time. Uh, I mean, yeah. God, I'd be missing the ball left and right. I'm very glad I don't have to go to jail. Thank you both. Who the fuck are you, by the way? I'm uh, Richard Whitman. I'm, uh, I'm in advertising. Oh, is that a madman joke? It's complicated. That's uh, Ready Set. Ready Set turns on his heel, but luckily he's on grass. They're outside a motel with a sign that says, All welcome. We'll see about that. At reception, Ready Set drops flag and slams a schlong right on the desk. Jesus fucking Christ, okay. We'd like a room, please. Just put it right on the desk. The receptionist, the, rece- the receptionist stares for a few seconds at the schlong right on her desk. She sighs and hands Ready Set a key. Thank you. These stories are getting nasty. Too soon for another soft reboot? What? Not a listener then, huh? Yeah, it's back, baby. Please remove your penis from my desk. Right, sorry. Could have just said that. <laughs> As if it needs to be said. <laughs> penis is on our desk. <laughs> when were you going to remove it, if not? <laughs> In the motel room, Ready Set sets up a large whiteboard. Where are you keeping that? You don't want to know. It's so big. Alright, so now that we've done introductions... Ready Set pauses, staring at Jolly. Sorry, who the fuck are you again? I'm Jolly Longbeak. Really could have used that during introductions, but that's okay. And what's your deal exactly? 
I'm a lifelong nudist. Today was actually my first time ever leaving my exclusively nudist hometown. My family will be gravely concerned. Gee, lifelong nudist? Almost sounds like Jolly should be the one leading the protest rather than you, huh, ready, set? Richard, can I speak to you outside for a second? Outside the room, Richard clears his throat. <clears throat> Listen, sorry if I uh, crossed a lane in there. I, I was just kidding. Have you ever killed a person, Richard? Jesus. Because no judgments if you have. I used to stalk and kill Hollywood celebrities myself. Holy shit, you were the Boulevard Butcher? It's in the past, it's in the past. Well, I guess since we're being honest, yeah, I've, uh, I've chopped. You've chopped a couple? Tell me about it, big guy. I used to, and thanks for hearing me, most people don't want to hear about my hobbies. Ah, those people are crazy. Come on, dish. Well, I used to sort of kill people, um, like that would be my thing. I was actually sort of hoping the naturalism might replace that, because I'm going to be fathering thruple twins soon. I need to be responsible. Huh, well, I'll be honest, man, it's probably going to need to be both. Lottie, please. (laughs) Really? Both the naturalism and the... And I'll have to kill as well, you think? These clothes wearers. You saw the security guard back there. They fight dirty. I mean, that lady was about to throw Jolly in prison just for airing out her hams. Ugh. I know, it's disgusting. So this war, it might come down to kill or be killed. Are you willing to chop for this cause? I mean, I guess... I guess I'm willing to chop for this cause. I, I don't know when we started calling it a war. Ready, set, rest his hand gently on Richard's thigh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, is that too sensual? No, that's just right. Listen, buddy. I know you're willing to chop for this cause. It's not the issue, alright? You're my brother. But what worries me is whether Jolly in there has what it takes. So tell me. Do you look into her eyes and see a killer? Uh, I mean, we did just mirror. Maybe we should ask her? I'd really rather we just made the assumption right here and now. Um. Do you think she'd chop for this cause? Well, I mean, she doesn't seem all that, uh, worldly. Do you think she's willing to gurgle the blood of her enemies? Use their corpses as human shields? Listen, man, I'm starting to have some second thoughts about this whole thing. Hey! Richard and Ready Set turned to see Jolly poking her head out of the motel room window. So, I feel like I probably should have told you that the window was open so I could hear everything you were saying. I did go into the bathroom so as not to eavesdrop, but it was almost like I could hear y'all even clearer in there. I don't know if there's an air vent or something. Anyway, I feel like we need to talk strategy. I'm assuming that's what the whiteboard is for. Because y'all are out here discussing how willing we are to kill for this cause. But as far as I'm aware, we barely even have a cause yet. So acting like we're going to need to kill anyone is pretty insane. Also, should I be concerned that you both confessed to multiple murders just now? Of course we knew that you could hear us. (laughs) Murderers. (laughs) We were testing you, silly. Of course we probably won't have to kill anybody as early as today. I mean, we might not even have to kill anyone at all if we're lucky. So, sorry, what were you testing exactly? Whether you'd immediately call the cops on us if you thought we were both serial killers. But you didn't, so you're loyal. And we're also not even both serial killers, so we're both good to go. Oh. Okay. Well, when you're ready, I'll be at the whiteboard. Jolly removes her head from the window. 
Ready Set goes to open the door, but Richard rests his hand gently on Ready Set's hip. Wait, so this wasn't about me joking that Jolly should be leading the protest and not you? What? Oh, I must not have caught that. One thing about me is that I usually only listen to about 30% of what people are saying. Really? That's surprising. I feel like our conversations have flowed pretty well so far. Okay, there it is. They return to the room, and Richard picks up Ready Set's pen. He taps it against his lips a few times, a habit he tends to exhibit when he's thinking hard. The joke that it was in, <clears throat> it was inside. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. For uh, sure. Sorry, I know that was a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> what was the most successful protest in the last decade? The Clooney protest springs to mind. George Clooney? Yeah, it was in response to his appearances in those Warburton's ads. Like the bread? People protested that? Yeah, they just felt like it was beneath him. And he agreed in the end. The protest worked. He stopped appearing in the Warburton's ads and rather than giving all his earnings to his charity as he'd intended, he uh, he burned them. He burned all the money he was going to give to charity? Damn. Now that is an effective protest. Exactly. That's the sort of level I think we should be aiming for here. If a major celebrity burns millions of dollars otherwise destined for charity because of this, then I'll be happy. But what was it about the Clooney protests that made it so impactful? I think one of the main things was that they, they knew exactly what they were protesting for. Oh god, that... yeah, that is good. Get that on the board. Richard writes in small letters, knowing what exactly we're protesting. Good stuff. So, what are we protesting for exactly? Oh. Huh. That's... interesting. Nudist rights? Nudist rights has a nice ring to it. Hmm, could be snappier, you know, shorter. Knights? Knights? Rights. I, I mean, uh, right. I think knights is perfect. Really? You sure people won't get, uh, confused? Well, what the fuck other kind of knights would people think we were protesting for? Knights? Like the time of day? That doesn't even make sense. I think it's safe to say that knights is our winner. Um... Sure, yeah. Knights. Richard writes knights on the whiteboard. And what else made the Clooney protest so impactful? They went on a hunger strike. Jesus, over a Warburton's commercial? Well, not a full hunger strike, but they didn't eat bread, which is basically the same thing. So maybe that's our answer. We, we stop eating bread? I can tell you for damn sure I'm not going to stop eating bread. If that's the kind of line we're crossing here, then I'm out. I'm fucking done. You hear me? I'm not saying we actually have to stop eating bread. I'm saying if we tell everyone that we stopped eating bread, then they'd probably just assume that we actually did that, right? I mean, what are they going to do to look inside us? Probably not, but we are nudists. So it'd be easier for them than usual to be able to look inside us. Drat! Our only downfall. Worth a shot, though. Beats not eating bread. And we're not concerned that not eating bread has uh, basically nothing to do with our actual cause? Ah, so it's not perfectly thematic. So what? You want the Clooney protesters to hog the bread strike gimmick just because their thing was actually about bread? Um, I mean, yeah. Show of hands. All in favor for fake bread strike? Richard and Reddy said, put up their hands. <sighs> well, alright. Worth a shot. Perfect. So that's the plan. We ride at dawn. Could we actually just ride now? It's just, I really need to get home soon. Of course we're going to ride now, Jolly. It was an expression. The Nudist Coalition returned to the mall. They're greeted immediately by an unfamiliar security guard. 
Yo, what happened to the other security guard? Probably just not on shift, right? Oh, no, she died. What? Yeah, she, like, fully died. Why? Said somebody told her to, I don't know. Jesus. <laughs> oh, you know what? I did that. Oh, yeah, that was you. You you told her to die. I told her to die last time we were here. I didn't think she'd actually do it. That that sucks, man. These subs fucking wild. And <laughs> Anyways, we're here to protest for nights. I trust that you won't get in our way. Of course you can't trust that I won't get in your way. All three of you are breaking the law right now. It's literally my job to get in your way. Right, but you won't actually get in our way. The security guard takes out a taser. Where were you keeping that? On my belt. Oh, of course. All around them, customers are shouting, screaming, wailing. Clearly, three sets of exposed genitalia is not what they had in mind when they took a trip to the mall. For most of them, it probably wasn't even one set. We stopped eating bread for this. That's true. We haven't eaten bread for several days. The wailing settles down a little, with some people nodding and murmuring with approval. Wow. Gotta say, they, they, they make some good points. Did you really stop eating bread for this? Suddenly the manager of the mall appears. No, 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 no. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Do you realize how many customers you're turning away from my mall right now? Hundreds. Hundreds of customers. Also, you killed one of my security guards, so that wasn't cool. If you want us to leave, then give us what we want. What the fuck do you want? I have no idea. You've got no signs, no chance. You're just sort of standing at the entrance of my mall, utterly without clothing. We want knights. Knights? Yeah, you know what we mean. That's all you're protesting for? Uh, yeah. Then, fine, God, fuck, we'll let you work night shifts. Just please get the fuck out of here. People are wailing. What? Oh, we don't work at the mall. Then what the fuck are you protesting for? What the fuck is nights? Are you serious? We're protesting for it. A mall employee who had been watching the commotion approaches Ready Set, giving him a tender slap on the thigh. Oh, thank you so much, man. We've been asking to work night shifts for years. Sometimes I just want to sleep all day, you know what I mean? This will really change the game for me. Uh, well... Ready Set glances at Richard and Jolly. They're both nodding resignedly. Ready Set sighs. Yeah... Yeah, don't worry about it, bud. The employee strides off, grinning. Ready Set turns back to his nudist coalition. I had no idea people liked working night shifts so much. You'd think that'd be the worst. Yeah, but I guess most people are depressed right now, so I can see the appeal of sleeping all day. So I uh, guess our protest worked? I mean, we enacted chains. It just wasn't anywhere near the change we were actually going for. Yeah, not bad for our first protest. Although I'm a little disappointed no celebrities are going to be burning millions otherwise destined for charity. John Hamm walks past, confused. Is that John Hamm? Hold on, this guy's a dummy. Hey, John Hamm. John Hamm turns to Ready Set. M me? Y what? Yeah, you, John Hamm. It's me, Ready Set. Go? Jesus, you sound just like the manager. <laughs> Please just fucking leave! Hey, you have millions set aside to donate to charity, right? Of course. It's my rainy day fund. As in, if there was ever actually 
a particularly rainy day and the nearby orphanage was washed away, then I'd donate the money to them. Cool, cool, that's great. And you're still looking for your house. Yeah, I thought I had it back in episode 36, but I got shot. Awesome. Well, I actually know where your house is now, and I'm not lying this time to save face. I feel like you really had to be there for a lot of this stuff. Just reference after reference jetting over my head. Wait, you really know where my house is? Well, where is it? I'll tell you right away. If you burn those millions. Oh, done, 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 done. I'll burn those millions right away, sir. Perfect. Go burn those millions, and as soon as you're done, come back here and I'll tell you where your house is. <laughs> oh, goody. All right, I'll be right back. John Ham sprints out of sight, and Ready Set leads his nudist coalition down the street. You have no idea where John Ham's house is, right? Why the fuck would I know where John Ham's house is? He doesn't even know. But he's going to burn those millions. Not bad for the first day of the nudist coalition. Next stop, the world. Right. Although I really should go home first, it's been many hours, and my family probably thinks I'm dead. And I should really work at some point. I haven't had a paycheck for almost a year. I'm also a little concerned that we're really nearing the season finale and we haven't heard a peep from the Hollywood sinkhole in a while. I'm starting to worry it's not going to pay off. So Ready Set goes off to plot the next act of the nudist coalition, Richard Whitman goes off to see if home bargains happen to be hiring, and Jolly Longbeak goes off to her hometown of Starkers, where her family are currently holding her funeral. At the other side of town, John Hamm gleefully burns six million dollars and, above the nearby cliffside orphanage, a rain starts to fall. It will be their last. Jesus. Yeah, all the orphans are gonna die. Really good. Okay. Really good. Thank you. That was a really great book, but we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for our Patreon listeners. So, Matthew, let's read some names off. Thank yep. our guests. That's the drill. You you wanna you wanna you wanna start this off, buddy? All right, all right. We have we have here. Uh, Matthew is better than Eric at everything he does. That's not a great start. Holy That's shit. not a good wow. start for me. <laughs> oh okay. my word! A good start <laughs> right. for Matt. That's a funny <laughs> one. In the corner, wow, that's really, I'll have fans. God, that's That's really actually turned my day around. Okay, um, moving on. Uh, Oh, you're bad. That's interesting. That's good. I like that one. It's really interesting, actually. Mama? Do you come here often? Just yes or no, I'm doing a survey. (laughs) Interesting choice. Just yes or no, I'm doing a survey. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> All right, uh, you got one here from Eric sucks and hmm. yeah, Eric sucks and Matthew is better than him. Okay, so all right, yeah, this I mean, is that, all good. Yeah, <laughs> this is funny. That, that one was a little more mean spirited. It's, it's I'm re- yeah. really loving these actually. I'm really yeah, I'm loving this. This yeah, is great stuff. Um, going here from um, your father and I have been talking and we decided not to come to your wedding. I know you'll feel like blaming yourself. Oh, it's oh. I don't know who that. I mean, what would is that like directed at us? I mean, we're not getting married. I don't know. That was yeah. That was really sad. Like, so maybe for that's like that a, was for. Like a, somehow someone accidentally sent a text, but like a like instead of so, sending yeah. a text to their to their son or something, they they accidentally signed right. up for our Patreon. That thanks for the thanks for the ten dollars a month though. Like we really appreciate it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's great. All right, here's another one. 
Irredeemable bastard dog. Oh. Irredeemable bastard dog. This this has bot vibes. His name. I don't know. IBD. Hey, shout out to IBD. <laughs> <laughs> one of the favorites around here. Yeah, one of our OGs actually. We love IBD. Been around since the start. <laughs> if you can believe it. Been around since we started the Patreon today. Uh, we got another one here from Eric. I need you to know that your mom doesn't love you, and your dad never did. Um, Matthew is better oh at everything. God. This really sucks, right? Like this is it's every everyone that I'm reading is like bad to me. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I mean I put them in the spreadsheet. I guess I guess it's just sheer coincidence that you have all the ones that just sort of right really tear into you and your your person. Yeah. All right. Next one. I have or... one here from. Uh, are you guys still in that library? You like never mention it now. Yeah, we still are. Yeah, we yeah, still we're are. still in there. People come in and out. I mean, I don't, yeah, well, we can't explain that. We can't explain. Well, that. they've all they've all been here for the whole time. Right. It's just that like we can't get meta all the time, right? Like meta world <laughs> peace. If you get that joke, then DM me and I'll give you five dollars. All right. Uh, go ahead, Momo. Um, this one's my favorite. And I'm really sad that they died, but uh, it's the real Goons Cowans. <laughs> so let's just take a moment. Um, take a moment of silence. Yeah, take silence, seven please. minutes. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah, thanks. That was really good. Um, rest in peace to Goons Cowans. Yeah. Um, goons underscore Cowans. Yes, sorry, I missed the underscores. Yeah. I think they add a lot. You can to follow it, yeah. you can follow Goons Gowans on Instagram now, and that goes to mine. So <laughs> whatever you, can you follow want. Follow the real Goons, the, the underscore real underscore Goons underscore Gowans uh, right now today, and that's just my colleague's Fensta for some reason. <laughs> you have colleagues. <laughs> There's like a weird variant of you have you have friends. <laughs> <laughs> you have friends. You have colleagues. You have colleagues. <laughs> All right, uh, next one. Next one up here is from. Okay, this one is fucked. This just says, "Eric, you're a fucking shit bag. Jeez. No one likes you, and no one will ever love you again." Oh my god! So, like, at least I had love at some point, right? That's yeah. good. Yeah. Well, does it does it it doesn't later clarify that you've never had love? It that it ends there. Sorry. Yeah. It, there is an Scroll asterisk, down. and it says, "Oh, yeah." Uh-oh. It's. Mm-mm. There's an asterisk that says been... you actually were never loved and no one loves you now. So <laughs> they said so at the end. It's fucked that they went out of their way to clarify. Like, to, yeah. yeah, this sucks. Jesus, um, uh, lizard mania. Shout out to lizard mania. Oh, lizard one mania. Of <laughs> one of our OGs. Love that guy. Oh, he's great. All right, this is probably a prank, but uh. I have another one named the underscore very underscore real underscore goons underscore gowns. I don't know what this means. Holy shit. Um, I just... Maybe maybe they have twins. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it could be twins. It could be yeah. your colleague of all if, people. Yeah. I mean, if I had to guess, um, since, you're, since you both guess, I would probably say twin... Uh, of the of the other the colleague, right? So the yeah, right. Twin. Which some might say is a very specific guess, but uh, I'm a very specific person. So. 
Well, not really. Sure you are. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this is going to be my last one. Um, All right, so, yeah, this one here, this one here just says, fuck you, Eric, go Matthew.com. Okay, so that's kind of funny, I guess. Sorry, Anna with .com. Yeah, I mean, let me go on that site real quick and just check. Yeah. Hold on one second. We'll see if they have bought. There's malware uh, on their not. website. Oh, that's yeah, that's a real site. It's just it's a death threat to me. It's my personal address. That's not great. That's not good. Wow. I have hello. Is this Office Max? And oh. I have um, new Patreon. Uh, a new Patreon, yeah. And I have um, what is Remley and how is it used in photography? I don't know what that means. No, idea. I couldn't answer. I don't that know for if you. someone might think we're just like bang. Probably that's probably what they think. Yeah. Okay, here's the last one. How to make an electric fireplace look built in? Um, what do you make this one? That's interesting. Yeah, these are just questions. That's interesting. I've been, yeah, I've been I've been wondering <laughs> that recently, actually. Man, you know what it's time for? Bed or maybe your your beef? I I the guess beef. It's gonna be your beef. It's going to be the beef. It's going to be the beef of the week, everyone. Everyone's ready for the beef of the freaking weeks. Or whatever I say. My fucking... My beef this time is... Uh, you don't know. Uh, who, who haven't I done? Yeah, I mean, it's seriously. clear you have no... Let's go Sav. Let's go Sav. Sav sucks. Sav sucks for so many reasons. One, mm-hmm. gay. <laughs> Two, that's it. Holy shit. Two, read one again. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Happy I'm taking prayed, a stand, yeah. Happy prayed. We're, happy pride. We're lambasting our fan <laughs> for being gay. Happy freaking pride. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole beef. Eric's special pride edition of, of Beef of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they can't all be bangers, okay? <laughs> Let's end the episode, dude. It's been an hour. Who cares? Let's end. Let's end it, everybody. Everybody knows it's the end of it. The episode, I, that is. Did you write that? That's our jingle. That's our jingle, yeah. That's very catchy. Okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop recording. <laughs> This has been Lost in Narration. Tune in next week to find out what the boys get into next. Uh, though it's it's probably more books because of the library thing. Yeah. <laughs>